Pinky, how are you? I'm great, Mildred. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, we know how to do that, don't we? Yes, we do. So anyway, Mildred, um, you know, I was watching a bumblebee today. Right. And remember, we did that podcast on the bumblebees a long time ago. Well, we did. It was episode number six. Number six? And then this is episode... Uh, this is episode 186. Oh, man. We've been busy. We, we've been busy as a bee. We have. So, you saw a bumblebee today? Yes, saw a bumblebee. Here's the thing. The nectar is what that bumblebee is at the flower for. That's why the bumblebee shows up to the flower. He wants she. Excuse me. She wants... Is it is it only the girl bumblebees that get the nectar? Well, I think you're a little bit confused, Pinky. Bumblebees, they feed on the nectar, yes. But it's the honeybees that only the female goes out and gets the nectar and brings it back to the hive and it makes honey. So I'm just talking about the honeybees that the male honeybees stay in the hive. Yes. And the male worker bee stays in the hive and takes care of the hive. Really? The bee, the lady goes out, she's the one that goes and gets the stuff? That's how it goes down with the honeybee. Okay, cool. Okay, so this is how it works. So it's all about the nectar. That's a liquid part inside of the flower. And the bees, they have a tongue, and the tongue is like a straw. Right, like, like a butterfly. Yeah, the butterfly has a tongue like a straw, and a hummingbird has a straw like a tongue, a tongue like a straw, and a, a, and what else? What else, Mildred? Well, the bats. The bats? The furry flying mice? Oh, Pinky. Oh, sorry. Yeah, their tongues are like straws. They come out at night, and they... They suck up the nectar. The bats are really important. They they pollinate 300 different species of fruit, the fruit bat. Okay. They're a little bit scary, though. Well, you don't, you don't need to be afraid of them. That's, that's just what society and people have given them a bad rap. They don't get in your hair. That's, that's, just an, that's not true. Bats are cool. Okay, bats are cool. That's a whole nother podcast. It is. Okay. So the animal shows up and sucks the nectar of the flower. Sucks the nectar. That's a liquid part of the flower. Right. So the animal sucks up the nectar, but there's also this very fine powdery dust on the inside, one of the parts of the flower. It's called pollen. Right. The pollen. That's a fluffy, dusty, flowery. It's usually yellow. Right, the flowery, dusty pollen gets stuck on the the bee or the butterfly, whatever, 
And so then it takes that pollen and it collects on the body of the animal. And now the pollen goes from flower to flower. Right. In fact, the bee, I don't know if you know this, Mildred, but they have these little, their back legs has these little pockets. It collects the pollen, the fluffy stuff. Even though they're really interested in the nectar, they get the pollen also. And then when they go back to the hive, okay, now they have all this nectar. And from the nectar, they make the honey. And then the whole beehive lives on the honeys and the babies live on the honey. Right. And we're talking about the honeybee produces so much honey. The bumblebees don't make honey? Well, they make a little bit of honey, but nothing like the honeybee. Okay. Right. And it's the bumblebee that it makes this big buzz and it vibrates and it shakes the pollen off of the inside of the flower and then the pollen gets shaken and you really need that. Like the tomatoes and the, and the peppers and the, the cranberries and the... Um, the berries, the blueberries, the, the raspberries. Okay, all the pollen and all the parts of the flower, it's all right there in the same flower. But you still need to vibrate and move it around and get the pollen to mix up on the flower to make the flower make the fruit. Because, okay, the wind the wind can do some of it, but it's really good if the bees get in there because then they move the pollen around. And here's the thing. Some flowers, okay, they don't, Oh, in, inside one flower, it's not going to make a fruit. You got to get the pollen from one flower to the next. Otherwise, you're not going to have a fruit. You're not going to have a seed. You're not going to have a new baby flower. You're not, I mean, you're not going to have a new baby plant. And you have to have the pollinators. Right, Pinky. And the bumblebee, when the bumblebee buzzes the wings, the bumblebee, in one second, the wings go back and forth 130 times. What? Well, that's like the hummingbird. Look how fast they flap their wings. But how fast do they flap? Well, it depends on their size. And the really small ones, they can flap their wings 200 times in one second. Yeah, that's crazy. Where the larger hummingbirds, their wings flap somewhat slower. Yeah, makes sense. But anyway, okay, here's the thing, Mildred. Okay, did you know that the, the different flowers have the different shapes and certain, like the butterflies, they like the big flat-shaped petals because then that butterfly can just land on a petal and put that straw tongue down there and get the nectar. Where the hummingbirds, they're like the long tube-shaped flowers because they have a long beak. So they put that long beak in there, and then that long tube straw kind of tongue goes down in there. So the different insects like the different flowers. Yes, the different insects and the different birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and even the, uh, do you know the animal, the lemur? The lemur? Oh, yeah, that's that cute little furry mammal animal it lives out in the plains. It stands up on its hind legs. It can look all up. It stands up really cute. Right. Well, they also live where the palm trees grow. Yeah. And what they do is the palm trees, they have flowers. Yeah. And then they break open the flowers and they get the pollen on their bodies, you know, on their legs and their bellies. And then they go to the next flower and they have the next flower. 
and that's what pollinates the palms. Also, not just the insects, little animals can be pollinators too. That's right, Pinky, and, and also the wind. You know, the wind can blow the pollen around, and you know, that's a lot of trees and grasses. They, they just depend on the wind to pollinate them. Okay. And also, Pinky, it's also the smell, you know, the fragrance that attracts the animals. You know, especially at nighttime, the, that's when the bats and the moths come out. And they're, you know, fabulous pollinators. But they're attracted to the smell because it's dark. They can't see the bright colors. Like the bees, they prefer like the blue and the violet purple looking flowers. Yeah. And then the butterflies, they... They pretty much stick to the yellow, orange, pink, and red flowers. Right, and a hummingbird, they like the red and the pink. Yes, they do. Yeah, so you have to have the pollen to get to the different parts of the flower or to get to another flower. Otherwise, you don't have pollination. And without the pollination, you're not going to have any seeds and not going to have any new flowers. And you need pollination to produce fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Oh, very good, Pinky. Okay, time for the poem, please. Okay, well, we just have time for a quick quote here. And do you know the word essence? Essence? That's like the, the essence of a flower, like the way it smells and just its whole being. It's its essence of an essence. Okay. Okay, Pinky, we have a quote here from Buddha. Okay. And Buddha said, as a bee takes the essence of a flower and flies away without destroying its beauty and perfume, so let the sage wander in this life. Good one. Nice. Okay, Mildred, I love you. I love you. <laughs>